Welcome to Rightly Divided. This is episode number 14, entitled, A Good Word to Parents. A quick uh, editor's note to the previous episode, Great Men Are Not Always Wise, I think I may have intimated at the end of that episode that I did not believe that God gives wisdom to people when they ask for it. I just want to clear the air here and say that God does indeed give wisdom liberally to all people who ask for it, according to James chapter 1 and verse 5. But he does not always give us full understanding or knowledge of the situations that we find ourselves in. All right, with that taken care of, thank you for joining me today. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing and turning on notifications so that you'll be among the first to know when a new episode is manifested. All right, let's begin. For Christian parents, there's one thing above all else that concerns us, to know that our children are saved and serving the Lord. Like the Apostle John said, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Many of us have lost sleep over this concern, and all of us pray for our children that Jesus Christ will reveal himself to them personally and that they will accept his gift of salvation. We work hard to be the parents that we know the Lord wants us to be. Verses like Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 4 often run through our minds. Fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. At the end of each day, if we think about it, we could call to mind at least one time when we could have been more intentional on in how we interacted with our kids. This is normal and good. God has a definite standard for how His people should raise their children, and it's a high standard at that. One verse that comes to my mind when I think of how consistent I need to be is Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 7, which commands, And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk to them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. God would have us to be diligent and constant in teaching our children His ways. Now, as much as we hope to be the best possible parents to our children, we also are flesh, and this leaves us in a bind. We will inevitably, invariably, and irrevocably fail at times. It's a given, not an excuse. Because of this, there are some people who take a careless approach to raising their children for the Lord. Their attitude is something like this. I'll just let God worry about winning my child's heart. I'm going to make too many mistakes anyway. And besides, he's got grace for that. This type of mindset is ungodly. It's akin to saying, we should continue in sin that grace may abound. No. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Romans chapter 6 verse 2. On the other hand, there are those of us who put ourselves under a microscope and feel an undue amount of pressure to be perfect in parenting. We are working toward being able to know that if our kids turn away from the Lord, we cannot be blamed. But as I said, we are human and we will fail. Each of us will do things that we wish we had not done with our children. Each of us will likely do things that affect our children negatively and will never know about it. We will never be perfect and God knows that. This is the legitimate place for His grace. There are two passages that have been on my mind since I began pondering this topic. 
The first is Acts chapter 17, verses 26 through 28, which says that God hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed, and the bounds of their habitation, that they should seek the Lord, if haply they might feel after him, and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Paul teaches here that God has providentially placed people where they are in time and space. The reason for where he puts us is that we should seek him and feel around for him and find him. So as a parent, your child has been given to you because that's where God knows they will be most apt to seek him. This is a tremendous encouragement. It means that as I do what I believe is right and seek to follow God's teaching to me on how to be a good parent, he's already been working to use that environment to help my children seek him. We must keep in mind that we are nearly powerless. We do a fine job of forgetting that we are not in control of just about everything. Jesus asked, which of you by taking thought can add to his stature one cubit? In other words, we cannot even control our own development and things that pertain to ourselves. How much less control do we have over other people and the circumstances around us? What we can do is serve the Lord. We can fear God and keep His commandments to love Him and to love each other. But as we go about serving God, fearing God, loving God and others, we must remember that He is our judge not others, and not even ourselves. Listen to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3-5. through 5. But with me it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you, or of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not mine own self. For I know nothing by myself, yet am I not hereby justified, but he that judgeth me is the Lord. Therefore, judge nothing before the time, until the Lord come who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts, and then shall every man have praise of God. If we rake ourselves over the coals of self-scrutiny, if we think we can know exactly where we went wrong and all the things that we could have, should have, done differently, we tread into the realm of God's judgment. Paul said that he wasn't worried about other people's judgment or his own because of six things. One, he didn't know anything. Two, he recognized the Lord as his only judge. Three, now is not the judgment. So don't try to make it be the judgment. Four, the Lord will bring to light the hidden things, that is, the things that we do not and cannot know are at play. Five, The Lord will make manifest what was in our heart and where we went wrong. And six, it is at that point that we will have due praise, and the context indicates loss from God, who is the rightful and righteous judge. So let me encourage you to be a good parent. Raise your children as rightly as you know how according to the scriptures, and don't be slack about it. But know that God is sovereign too. He already planned out how, when, and where he will pursue your child's heart, just like he did for you. Therefore, be anxious for nothing, 
You'll do things right and you'll do things wrong. But ultimately, your children's lives are their own to live. Judas betrayed Jesus after years under his perfect leadership and teaching. But many Corinthians were saved despite growing up in a most depraved environment. To God be the glory and to God be the responsibility of being the judge. Thank you for listening today. I hope today's episode stirred your thoughts and your spirit. If you like the podcast, please consider subscribing and turning on notifications so you'll be among the first to know when a new episode is manifested. If you have any questions or want to suggest a topic for an episode or for any other reason desire to contact me, please send me an email to rightlydividedpodcast at gmail.com. That's all for now. So until next time, may God's grace and peace be with you.